we're back. Everything around Another me week. just needs to take a chill pill. Really? Yeah. I'm Everything, just, just the things are like I'm maybe exhausted. people too. I'm sore. My body oh. is sore. Why are you sore? Because I was dipping it low and bringing it up <laughs> fast. fast. <laughs> so that's why. I think and you I, were probably dipping it fast too, really, if we're being honest about it. Well, I'm Jay. And I'm Ray. And this is He Said, He Said, the podcast that will continue to make you go, hmm, because here we are at another week with the foolishness. But before we get started, just some housekeeping things. We wanted to rate, rem- we wanted to rate, remind, and review you. <laughs> there you go. We want to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe to us on all yes. social media platforms. We are at He Said, He Said Pod. We also are on all the streaming services, all the streaming services. You can even call, tell Alexa to pull us up. Yes. We are He Said, He Said Podcast. So if you are still on the Facebook, we enjoy, we enjoy interaction with each of you. So last and final housekeeping piece, please find us on Facebook for We Said Sound Off, our Facebook interactive listener group where shit goes down in those dms actually nothing happens in the dms it all happens oh. right there on oh, facebook yeah, that part <laughs> and on the main page and the main feed um but yeah it's it's cute it's, it's a moment it's fun um so first of all i want to start oh. by wishing you jay a very happy and wonderful and joyous oh. and sexy and just great birthday okay? oh well cheers to age <laughs> mm. Mm. yes this will go live on jay's actual birthday so um hopefully we're somewhere doing something fun yeah, like, like eating. on a yacht. No, like eating. That's we're going to be on a yacht. We're going to be on a yacht. Whose yacht are we going to be on here in, in this cold ass city? That's what we're going to be in San Tropez. <laughs> but thank you. Oh my so gosh, you're welcome. You. Yes, I know. You, you, you know, you were dipping it and bringing it up and doing all those things because we were having a little, you know, very, very small get together for you. Yeah, and we had so. face shields on masks, yes, bitch. Yes. We, we were. We, we take just, our um, CDC guidelines very seriously. And let's just say that every part, every every room had um, antibacterial. <laughs> yes. No droplets, okay? No, no, drop, no droplets. drip drips. All drop. right. So um, we should get into this. Um, well, actually, another thing I wanted to mention, um, we recently had a little behind the scenes change mm. um, with, uh, you know, I know I won't bore you with it, but I think we do have some new listeners out there. So welcome, so, girl. Yes, we just want to welcome those new listeners. And please. just now, guess what, y'all? We have news coming soon that will yes. help each of you, new and old, fresh and stale. <laughs> oh no, not stale. <laughs> to be a part of this world. Oh my gosh. But please, please uh <laughs> tell a friend to tell a friend. Okay, so we are starting with Love It or Shade It. I'm not going this week. You're gonna start this week. What's oh. your love it or shade it? It feels like you just have you're producing this. Um episode. I mean, hey, someone's oh, gotta do it. Uh, that's true. <laughs> mm. Well, I have a love it this week, and that's my love it love is it. actually for Bad hair, which is that's on my Hulu. love it. <laughs> we have the same love it. Okay, that's fine. Why um, do you love it? So I loved it because first of all, I support everyone black, um, and I'm rooting for any, everyone black. Thank you, Issa Rae. <laughs> um, although you were not in this movie and you were not affiliated with this movie, I'm just quoting you. End quote. <laughs> um, but what I will what I will say is that this movie um, premiered at Sundance, uh, I believe. Um, this year, actually, um, in, in January 2020, shortly after Hulu actually picked it up, and um, the it is a 2020 American comedy 
slash horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was written and directed and produced by Justin Simeon. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, look at me knowing. <laughs> Which you may know his name. He um, was an was basically this uh, held all the same roles for Dear White People, both the movie and the show. Yeah, he wrote the screenplay for the movie, and, and he was a, a main writer for the TV series. So the fact that you, you probably know his name. If you don't, that's totally fine. You know his work. Uh, but this movie, I went into it, like, I saw a lot of the previews, and I was like, this looks hella corny. Like, I don't know if I'm <laughs> going like it. It did look very cheesy. Like, I feel like, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, hopefully it's good. Like, maybe it is meant to be, like, corny. And it is. as you go in and watch the, the show, you realize that the corniness of it actually has deeper meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, and the content, that the, the story they're telling is less about hair, uh, and more about just black women. Uh, and it's set in the 80s. Um, yeah, 89. So like 89. Late, yeah, late 80s. Uh, so it just was interesting to see um, like basically the who's who of black Hollywood in it. Uh, new people as well. But there was like some a lot of like mid to up and coming like hot names. Black um, actors like Lena Waithe, my personal crush. <laughs> yeah. Hey yeah. The main actress, I, I recognize I her, new. but I didn't look to see what else she was in. Elle Lorraine is her name. Jay Farrell from SNL is in it. As you mentioned, Lena Waithe. Kelly Rowland makes an appearance mm-hmm. in it. Laverne Cox is in it. Um, uh, James Van Der Beek, not black, but he is in it. Um, Usher makes an appearance. Blair Underwood. And then Vanessa Williams has a pretty um, significant role. And let's in just it say, well. girl, the hair was bad. The hair was very, those wigs. Oh, girl, those wigs. They're like Tyler Perry wigs. Girl, <laughs> it looks like, it looked, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> yes. But I mean, for me, I love it because it was super entertaining. Mm-hmm. And to your point, when I saw the trailer for it, I was just kind of like, this okay, this looks boring. really cheesy, but then you see all these, you know, big fairly names. big names, and you're like, oh, and then and when like I household names, like right, they're not people right. that are like, even if they aren't like a list or mm-hmm. like top, well, some of them are actually a list, but like, even if they may, they may not be like out in these blockbuster movies day in yeah. day out, but their people know them, yeah, especially black people, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I um would I read about it and I said, oh, it's satire. So then I was like, okay, well, it's intentionally kind of corny. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know after seeing the trailer um, that it was set in the eighties, but that made a lot of sense when we started watching it. But um, again, it's entertaining and the overarching kind of like theme is this whole idea of black women um, subscribing to European standards of beauty mm-hmm. with regard to, to their hair um, and what that means for what happens to you at work, you know, as far as getting ahead and microaggressions, all of these things. So there are really deep themes that were being um, you kind of kind of um, touched upon in this mm-hmm. film, which I definitely appreciate. And it's like navigating the space after you do conform and mm-hmm. who you become versus right. who you were. And how does that affect you? How does that affect your relationships with Others. you know other people who you know you grew up with or mm-hmm. you know um it also is kind of an ode to late 80s and early 90s R&B and specifically new jack swing yeah it it, it is very prominently mm-hmm. um placed in the whole film there's a it's music throughout 
Um, I just found it really, really, I thought it was really well done. Yeah. Um, the costumes, the music were great. Um, and there were some interesting cameos too. Nicole Byer is like slowly becoming like one of my favorite. Oh, she's hilarious. (laughs) She's hilarious. So I say, we say all that to say that we both love it. I don't think this is probably the first time this has Mm, happened that we have the same love it. Um, but it, the movie's that good. But so. it's on Hulu, bitch. You yep. can get a free subscription if you uh a little trial period if you don't have it. Okay, yes, just get a yes new email. You, it, you know what? <laughs> Yo, well, with that, we'll move on to unfiltered and unbothered. And um, I'll give you a little bit of a recap. This is where we are, state of the race, um, everything that's going on with um the presidential um election 2020. Um, so first we had the debates, the final presidential oh, debates happened Jesus. this week praise jesus indeed they said that kind of on snl this week which was pretty funny um so trump shocked many with a relatively staid performance so mm-hmm. you know he really pretended to be a normal adult male um for once Not in a his normal. life um which a lot of people were saying it was because of the mute button like he knew that he wasn't yes. going to be able to do what he did before but i also think it was deliberate and calculated and that his so people told him that he needed to i already told you i think someone normal. was standing behind the moderator giving him signs of like sign <laughs> like language signals. yeah like when like when he not smart to. Enough to get sign language but even though he did say that he couldn't see the audience because it was too dark in there but he mm-hmm. was the least racist person he's so full of shit. i'm certain that if there was someone behind them he i mean can we them. talk about that so if you're the least racist person that means you're acknowledging that you are racist well i think what when he said that, obviously, it shooketh a lot of people because mm-hmm. we're like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> but I actually, you know, in this house, if it ain't MSNBC and ain't Bloomberg, it's uh-huh. CNN. Well, CNN was playing. Oh, um, was that that Angela Rye? Angela Rye was And talking some other woman? With this white woman. I forget her name. She, from, she was in D.C., but they're both analyzing the debate. And mm-hmm. the white woman said something that, like, Angela Rye was like, I didn't think of it that way. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, bitch, I didn't think of it that way either. Mm-hmm. And what she said was that Trump saying that no of he's the least racist person in the world is in the room, in the room, mm-hmm. rather, is like he never said he wasn't racist. Right. But he also said it's kind of like the saying where people were like, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. Mm-hmm. So she's like the white woman was like, that's his way of courting the people that suburban white suburban white women that believe Mm -hmm. they're not racist but they are falling into racist behaviors Mm -hmm. and uh, so i was like wow and angela i was like i didn't think about that like i thought him just he was just saying this to like be a hashtag yeah uh, or have like a sort of short clip go viral she was like, but it, there actually was deep-rooted message in there for yeah. the people that he wants to actually vote for him. There is there that was a pretty astute um, reading of it. I mean, with all these things, I often think that sometimes he gets more credit than he deserves. I think, yeah, I think I ultimately, I think what happens, I think with Donnie, because that's what his name is to me, Donnie. Mm-hmm. With Donnie, I feel like he just says things off the cuff. Like he, mm-hmm. do, I don't think he prepares. Right. I don't think that he has any sort of message that he's trying to. I think he just. I think he's the type of person where he throws anything up in the mm-hmm. air and sees what sticks. Yes. Yep. So to I your agree. point, I think he gets a lot of credit, but I also that he doesn't deserve. But I also believe, babe, uh, that he um, often says things and doesn't realize the good or the bad of what he's saying, mm-hmm. and then people 
analyze it for time and time and then they give him credit because they're yeah. thinking it's something that they believe yeah right? no i think that that happens he actually a lot. is just throwing something out there and it's just like mm-hmm. and that's not to say that, that that isn't a strategy but i again i think that it's a it's an interesting way to think about it like maybe this was something that was done on purpose but i don't know if i really actually believe that um but yeah i mean so he failed to lay out a, a plan for a second term we still it's don't coming. know what's going on and two yeah i guess two, when we round that corner when we yeah, get around a we're corner rounding a corner it's <laughs> coming in yes. two to three maybe a few months <laughs> but it will be here yeah september what'd you say your friend said on Facebook? someone said on one of my friends from <laughs> college said on facebook that trump's um plan for the coronavirus sounds like Shiba Sheree yes. um, collection. <laughs> it's coming. Spring, summer, Spring, summer. fall, fall <laughs> in the winter. Uh, so Kristen Walker um, was the moderator, um, black journalist um, from Philly. Um, mm-hmm. I remember when I think she was on a news in Philly, too, before we moved away. Um, but yeah, she got high marks. Um, a lot of people were saying that there um, are she moments, did a good though. job. I I agree with you. What are you What were you gonna say? There were. I think she did a good job, but I think mm-hmm. that there were moments where I I feel like she lost some control. Mm-hmm. I want to know who was controlling the mute button because so there were moments that I don't feel like it was being used. Exactly. It did show up a couple times. We're like, oh, they are muting, but like we would hear Biden say something under his breath or mm-hmm. like say something. Maybe not under his breath, but like say mm-hmm. something as Trump's talking. We would hear it. They should have just muted the other person's mic while the the while. While one of them was talking, the other mm-hmm. mic should have just been turned off. Or the moderator should have, should have control. Yeah, yeah. And I'd so say she, that I, for me, what kind of was irritating me was her not calling Trump out on his like blatant lies in the moment. And I get that a lot of times that's not considered suppo- to be the moderator's be a, job. You're not, yeah, you're not supposed to be fact-checking. But what Savannah did in that town hall is what I wish moderators would do. Like, call, yeah. call them out. You know what I mean? Both Either side. Them, yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, <laughs> tr- uh, uh, Biden actually he did a he did a, a respectable job. He did have the one gaffe at the very end on fossil fuels, where I don't think he really was clear about what the plan is to phase out oil and other fossil fuels and to switch over and to fracking, clean energy, and fucking fracking. I can't with fracking. That's just for Pennsylvania, like literally. Yeah, they keep bringing that up just for Pennsylvania. Exactly, and it's so fucking annoying. Um, so I was going to ask you what you thought, but we've had a full I conversation just don't know. about I just, it. I mean, ultimately, <laughs> I just am waiting for this fucking election to be done. <laughs> we like, all I feel are. like it has we been all going are. on for the last four years. It feels and like I'm longer than four years. exhausted by it. My vote is in. It has been yes. counted. Yes. In Washington oh, yeah, that State, happened this week, too. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. The, the, okay, listen. The, we put that shit right in the ballot box. We weren't fucking around this time. And I hope each and every one of you have done the exact same thing. If you, have, if you can exercise the vote via mail, I know there are probably some of you that are not being able to exercise by mail because of whatever regulations in yeah, your state, you whatever, where you live, etc. So please, please, please make a plan um, to vote. We need this election to go the way our country needs it to go. Yes. And I'm not saying either way is right or either way is wrong. What I'm saying is that the path our country is on is toxic and yes. it will, it will, it will dissolve a lot of what we know and love. And that is like such an amazing segue to my second update for this election, which is related to the early vote, which Mm -hmm. is actually pretty fucking astonishing. Um, So just to kind of give the numbers, 
Um, this is as of where the date that we're recording. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, early voting is blowing 2016 like completely out of the water. It's crazy. Um, so 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 far, 59 million 35 thousand two hundred and eighteen votes have been cast. That's a lot of fucking people. Sixty and how many million people voted votes. in last year's election last, I mean two thousand sixteen election I, I don't remember. Like it was a hundred and something. I think it was like a hundred and fifty eight um million. So how this stacks up um to early vote last time, forty two point eight percent of the total votes counted in two thousand sixteen have already been cast. So if you do that math, that's yeah. how you would get to but 42% like, of the vote already in the early voting. Mm-hmm. 42% of the total vote that was tabulated last time. So that is incredible. Uh, mail Nearly ballots half. were we'll be, 39. We'll be over half by the time we get to Oh, for sure. The, I mean, these numbers just, they literally, they are going up and going up very quickly each and every day. Um, mail ballots were 39.8 million. And in, in-person votes, 19.1 million people have voted in person already. And I, you know what I was thinking earlier this week is, like you know how November third, if if Trump was so adamant about doing in person voting to avoid um the alleged fraud, fraud, uh-huh. why would he not just campaign for there to be more than one day to vote, so you could have three weeks of impersonal in person voting or two weeks of impersonal in person voting because he's being disingenuous and he doesn't really believe it. It's like that could be, that could have been their spin, their, their alternative anyway. Well, no, because they don't want more people to vote. And yeah, they've actually, he's been really clear about that. And, um, you know, that there are statistics to, um, support the fact that when more people vote, that there's more likely that the Democrat will win. Mm. So they fight that tooth and nail. That's the whole point of them suppressing votes mm. and trying to keep people from voting and disinformation campaigns. Mm. All of that works hand in hand because uh-huh. they don't want they don't want a majority of people to vote. Yeah. They would love it if the turnout was very low because then that increases their chances. Of well, voting. I think that what we got in 2018 is what we're going to get in 2020. Which is oh the the blue mm-hmm. wave or the whatever. Wave. I think it's gonna happen. I, I think it's gonna. I think twenty eighteen people were. I think agree. about where we were as a country in twenty eighteen. We're not very far off from <laughs> where we were in twenty in twenty twenty, with the exception of yeah. the introduction of COVID. Outside of that, everything else that's on the table is the same that it was in twenty eighteen. Yeah. No, we have I the agree. Same leader, we have the same issues. We have the same lack of ability, and here we are. I think all signs are pointing to a historic voter turnout. First of all. And I also think that all signs are pointing to, to your point, a new blue wave. I think that we will likely take the presidency and the Senate. Um, and that is important because... I mean, if we get the House... We're, the, we're, no, we're, we already have the House. If and we the, have the, the House, House isn't going We anywhere. have the Senate and yeah. we have the presidency. Bitch, it's about to be a party. Yeah, I mean, that will you know be the difference between... Um, Your you know, ovaries it and, being and it being Obama 2.0 where they just block everything um, and us actually having, uh, you know, and all. Well, I won't say all three because of fucking Amy Coney Barrett, but having two of, of the branches of government that, um, you know, are actually working together. Let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. So the only other thing in the political, um, I was going to mention Amy Coney Barrett. I really don't give a fuck. But what I will say about that. You know, Amy, just go home. What I will say about that is that the Republicans, they, they are so blatant in their bullshit. And the fact that they actually convened on a Sunday to have a preliminary vote so that they can make sure that the vote goes through on Monday. But they Before can't. The but they can't 
agree on a stimulus on package. A stimulus pa- uh-huh. That says everything you need to know about the Republican Party. So um, I Owen, hope y'all waiting to get that rubber check because <laughs> it's going to bounce, bounce, bounce. And the other thing was the Obama thing, but I think maybe we'll save that um, for next week because mm. um, Obama has taken the gloves off and he has he gotten said, to a point where he's like, I've got no fucks to give and Trump is awful and mm-hmm. don't vote for him. Mm-hmm. OK, so moving on to something a little <laughs> it's related so two it's a cousin two more has been hip-hop artists have come out in support of trump then this was last week so first the um you know everyone's favorite internet troll 50 cent Mm -mm. um, also known as curtis jackson Mm -mm. he came out with support for trump and then waka flocka flame which do you even know of Waka Flocka? Black and yellow, black and... Is that black? That's what's called. I about. know. That is a not Waka Flocka Flame. I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know a Waka Flocka Flame song. And every time I hear Waka Flocka, I think Waka Waka Waka. And I Isn't start Waka thinking Flocka of the Isn't Waka Flocka the one that it has one eye? No, that's Fatty Wap. See, this too manning. <laughs> well, anyway, while you're you're checking to see what and you know he actually did in the music industry. um, So, Curtis, we'll call him Curtis. I can't I can't stand 50 Cent, but we'll call him Curtis. So he made remarks. Um, yeah, while I don't know sh- any of these songs. <laughs> while sharing an image from CNBC um, that included figures from a tax foundation analysis of Joe Biden's tax plan. Um, so what this tax plan is, if you haven't heard, um, a top 1% of earners. Um, and, you know, essentially it's anyone who makes over $400,000 a year will see their um taxes increase and i know i don't make four hundred thousand. i so. don't we don't as a as a unit um but uh so in this case with 50 cent with curtis he um showed this graph or whatever that showed um that his statutory tax rate could increase to 62 percent mm. so he says what the fuck vote for trump i'm out and this was in a tweet um fuck new york the knicks never went anyway I don't care. Trump doesn't like black people. 62%. Are you out of your fucking mind? So I I'll, I, I have some that. more on why, you know, this doesn't even make sense. This faulty logic in the 62% number. But I mean, just to start, it irritates me and irks my soul that someone with a platform like his would engage in such um, trash, really destructive and irresponsible behavior and basically trying to tell people not to vote for Joe Biden, he, to do vote you for think Trump. He's responsible? I don't. But oh. I but this to me Did is going re- this is going further than his usual trolling. And I think this is on the same lane. Really? So you weren't surprised at all? No, because he the, he I feel like what he does a lot of though is just getting he just says things just to fucking get reactions. Why is he not and making my, music? He just says things, in my opinion, a lot of it is to just get reaction. I guess he's moved on from music. I guess we've moved on from caring <laughs> about him because he, if the only thing that he ever gave us in the recent years that was good was power. And even that, he just yes. he didn't really give it to us. And then he just replicated that. It wasn't even that. his idea. It's been replicated to a point where it's like, is anybody even watching any of these I don't new even powers? Have interest. I, don't ha- I have no interest in watching the 511 chapters. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. The chapter is closed. They're trying to CSI power, which doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I it, but why, I think why it bothers me is because we already know that there's a an issue with vote both disinformation mm-hmm. campaigns and voter suppress- suppression campaigns yeah. that are targeted specifically at the black community mm-hmm. and even more micro targeted at black men. Mm-hmm. So when I see 
a 50 cent or an ice cube or a Waka Flocka or mm-hmm. a Kanye mm-hmm. or fill in the fucking blank at this point. I'm just waiting to see who else is going to sign up for their seat at the table Girl. within the sunken place. Mm. Um, but they don't have a board of directors. <laughs> exactly. That's, I think what bothers me the most is that it plays into that. Mm-hmm. And we literally need every fucking vote that we can get mm-hmm. so that we don't lose our democracy. So for someone to come out, I get that he's an asshole, a dickhead, a douchebag, and all those things. Again, fill in he the blank. He needs to focus on his being a parent. And he's, very, and he's very selfish and self-centered. And this is all about him and his wallet. And then he would put his wallet over the American, you know, the American people. Exactly. And the black community, his community. That are watching power. It's just like it. I think that's what really gets under my skin. Um, But just um, and then actually let me. What did Waka Flocka do? I wasn't going to say. So let me say what Waka Flocka did. And then we can talk about the 62% thing. So Waka Flocka's was a little um, less overt. So apparently hip hop personality um, DJ Academics shared a clip of the Obama speech that I was talking about where mm-hmm. he railed against Trump. Um, and basically it said, you know, something to the effect of that Barack Obama um, basically violated, I don't know, violated, that's a weird term, Donald Trump at a rally event today. So then one of Academics' followers then said, and I quote, it's people who think Trump is a better president than Obama. Um, and what they mm. mean is that there are people who, wow. just to be clear. So there are people who think Trump is a better president than Obama with a clown that. face emoji. So then Waka comments, guess I'm a clown. Mm. So everyone was like, oh, so that this means that he is a Trump supporter. And obviously, then the internet was just like, "What the hell? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Why are these? Why do all these black men keep doing this? This was on the heels of 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 everything with mm-hmm. Curtis. Mm-hmm. So it's just like adding, you know, flame, if you will, to the fire. Oh. Um, see what I did there? No. Um, <laughs> you know what? So um, just really quickly to debunk um, this this idea that there's going to be the sixty two percent tax rate. Essentially, what the experts are saying is that if you have an accountant with half a brain, or even if you know how to file taxes yourself, there are deductions and different things that you can do that will, you know, lower your tax burden. You're not, Mm -hmm. no one's going to be paying 62% tax rate unless I guess they're a fucking idiot. So 50 cent will be then. um, And also another thing um, that I read when I was looking this up is that they said that Pretty much everyone else. So if you don't make $400,000 a year, your taxes will either stay the same or they will go down under oh. Biden's plan. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> All right. So the last thing. And also shout out to Chelsea Handler. She tweeted 50 Cent and said that she'll pay his taxes. She did. She also said that she might be willing to go for another ride or whatever with him. Just oh. to, <laughs> She said that on Fallon, I think. Oh. She was on Jimmy Fallon. And then... um. Curtis posted another weird girl tweet where he was like, fuck Donald Trump. I never liked him. I was like, I don't know what's going on here. Bless his heart. But I just want him to go back under the bridge where he belongs. Bless his heart. All right. So last story that's also Trump related. You know why? Because these celebrities are getting into these political um, fights this year. Um, Aubrey O'Day. Mm, She's you girl, she from uh, what's it called? Dante Kane. Dante Kane. Yes, Dante Kane. Mm-hmm. 
Well, for anyone who doesn't know, I think we talked about it on the show. She had a dalliance with... Mm, Entanglement. um, Yes, she had an entanglement with Don Jr. Yuck. Yuck for both, on both sides. I mean, well, this was her old face. Um, Was it her old face? Yes. I mean, which old face? It was like... It was probably phase two. One of her old it faces. It was phase two. She's on phase four right yeah. now. You know she's like the mini face god from um, Game of Thrones, which mm. you wouldn't get that reference, get but that I'm sure girl. some of our listeners listeners will. I don't get it. <laughs> but yeah, so Aubrey. Send me to Wikipedia. Aubrey, who's 36. I did not realize she was that, that age. Um, but she had a, a, a ra- rather interesting tweet. She says, since Trump has now lowered this debate to trashing family... She says, Don Jr. hates his father. Hmm. That feels like we all knew that. Ivanka is a lesbian on the low. Oh, wow. Okay, well, that is a news flash. She's, she's <laughs> licking. Like this light bulb. And that's what she's doing. <laughs> um, she said, Eric fucked Miss Universe on the apprentice boardroom table while with his now wife. Hashtag debates Uh-oh. 2020. <laughs> She she's letting them know. So in a later tweet, um, and these all these tweets have been deleted, just to be clear. Of course. She also alleged that she has receipts. Okay. So apparently she says she has text messages from Don Jr. complaining about Baron. Um, and she says, and while we are at it, oh. I have texts of John Don Jr. telling me what a little shit asshole Baron is. That they were on a private jet and Baron didn't like his food, so he threw the plate across the plane at the attendant. Uh -uh. None of these people are innocent of being (laughs) assholes and liars. I just pictured the the girl from the Charlie um, Chocolate Factory talking about, I want to now. (laughs) Yes. What's her name? Violet? Mm -hmm. Violet Beauregard is Baron. I never liked Baron. I never liked (laughs) Ivanka. I never liked any of them. None of them. Not Melania. They're all horrible. Listen. And I mean, I get like the whole thing because at some point I think she does say we need to stop talking about the kids or whatever. Um, but no, no one do. is no one is is immune from this. Like he looks like a little dick. Because ultimately, if Trump gonna bring up some shit, you know what? We gonna bring up some shit. And what's, what happened? The long story short is Trump is not only running for presidency round two; he is running not to go to jail. Exactly. And round that's the one. but the other thing is like when you grow up in a family like this, that's such a you know from all accounts a very toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, environment. How could you not? You know, how could that? You know, asshole douchiness not rub off on you? It's it's just it's the the douche runneth over. <laughs> Ew, that's disgusting. <laughs> it's true. But she um she also said we need to stop <laughs> discussing kids because Ivanka is a lesbian yet doesn't support women's rights in this administration uh-uh. that she runs on the low. Okay, so shots fired. I have to say, I do believe that these things are true. Oh, I mean, Ivanka is, if she's a lesbian girl, she, we got questions. I also think that for all of what we see and how horrible it seems, that it's probably much worse behind the scenes. Oh, I'm sure. And I think that, you know, if you think that the countless books that have been coming out, you know, recently, like this year, this cavalcade of books, Mm -hmm. wait until the movies and the limited TV series start being made. Because that is going to be a whole mood and a whole moment. I don't and know if I need to. I will out. be there with popcorn ready, talking to the screen. We need like moment. Brenda we, from Scary we need Movie. At least, we need at least four years of no movie. Okay. Yeah. You didn't catch my what I said. I did because you were talking over me. Oh. 
All right. So that is, those are my stories. Oh, do we well, want to take a break or do you want to start with, I'm an, I think with uh, Jeffrey Tubin well, playing I with himself on Zoom? I think what we're going to do right now is we're going to pause so we can talk it out. <laughs> and when we come back with a snack, we will get back to the trash. <laughs> you should have said the track. Get back mm, to the track. We'll be right back, y'all. <laughs> I think most of us can agree that 2020 has been somewhat of a bitch. One of the ways we hear at He Said, He Said, get through it is with great music. We've got you covered with our refreshed, diverse Spotify playlists. He Said Top 40, Pure Pop Perfection, The Gospel Truth, Enough, and Shuffle and Repeat. Keep an ear out to these internet streets this week for links and details. Now, back to the show. Oh my gosh, we're back. We are. Uh, all right, so enough about the fucking Trumps and this election. And what do you have for us? Well, you know, since 2020 decided to give us a lot of things, it also <laughs> has forced us to become more virtual in a, the way we show up yes. um, or show ourselves. So, <laughs> show Jeffrey, up and show out, bitch. Jeffrey Tubin, is that his name? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a six year old white man who 60. is. He's a 60-year-old. That's why I said 60-year-old. It sounded like you said six. <laughs> no, but go bitch. on. Six, Sh- zero. Yeah. yeah, go on. Uh, he, he is a New York, New York writer and a CNN anal- uh, analysis. Right? Analyst. Analyst. Said, analysis yes. girl, you can tell I'm tired. He's like their senior legal analyst. Well, we now have records showing that people analyzed his penis <laughs> on a Zoom call. Um, so the writer was on a call... Um, with various people um, across the New York, the New York, New Yorker. Yes, because he also um, works for the New Yorker. Mm-hmm, as I said that. Um, oh, I thought you were talking the about the New CNN. Yorker writer. I apologize, girl. You is over here just dissecting my story. No, I'm just saying that. Like, what he, is this? But he's an analyst for CNN, not uh, for okay, the New Yorker. Girl. <laughs> well, he made a mistake oh. um, and thought okay. that he was. On mute slash no visible camera. Not on the camera. And not on video. for him to, he didn't know he was starting on OnlyFans. Well, apparently, <laughs> or apparently he did. So he he came out um, after reports saying that um, he was. Well, let me step back. He actually he was there on a virtual call. They were gathering everyone, and they were actually having um, an election simulation mm. that he was playing a role of. Um, as a part of that. So he, there was people playing the democratic um, presidential um, mm-hmm. candidate, Joe Biden. Uh, and then he was supposed to be playing the, the power of the courts, uh, at which point there was a break for the Democrats and Republicans to strategize together. And that's when sources told them the reporting that, that that's when he exposed himself It mm-hmm. looked as if he was trying to join another call. And then there were sounds and then there was completion and then he hung up. Completion? Uh, and this is what reports are saying. Oh, my God. And then he gosh. hung up. This story gets uh, worse and worse. And then he signed worse. back on a few minutes later, not thinking that no one knew um, when oh everyone did. Oh, my gosh. And they tried not to make a big deal about it in real time because, you know, they were, they just didn't want to. Uh, at which point he has come out now and said that he, is, he made an embarrassingly stupid mistake. He believed he was off camera. Um, and that he um, is deeply sorry um, and apologetic to his I'm confused. Wife. When he pulled his penis out, how come no one else who was on the call said anything? Uh, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> 
I was wondering They sat there why. and proceeded to watch this man rub one out. Rub-a-dub-dub. <laughs> during a Zoom call. Have, listen, that's too much. It's too entirely too much. And the fact that it was on a Zoom call and then he hung up and signed back and talked about he had connection issues. No, you didn't, girl. <laughs> you had no connection issues. You had no connection issues at all. Listen, you, you were, were connected. connected. <laughs> okay. Listen, and the fact that you were supposed to be playing in the courts. That is mortifying. I mean, to me, if anything, his the role of the courts, he played it well. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I I have I have so many questions. So, I don't know this white man, but I yes, know. you do. You know what he looks like from all my CNN watching. Well, I mean, I saw his picture, but for also what I found out through my research mm-hmm. is this is not his first time being in the headlines. Uh, in two thousand eight, uh, it was said that he is a father of a love child oh. with his lawyer, oh. um, Casey Greenfield, the daughter of the TV political pundit Jeff Greenfield, okay. who was also working at CNN at the time. So oh. that was the other story that came out in So he's messy. So he's just messy and apparently only uses tissues. <laughs> well, let's hope that wasn't messy. <laughs> Ugh, we don't need... That's disgusting. A six-year-old doing that? I didn't realize... It doesn't matter how old he is, but I just didn't realize... It's too much. I didn't realize... So it's interesting. The interesting thing about the story for me is that when it first hit the headlines mm-hmm. they made it seem like he just exposed himself i mean from what i read the people were, were counting that there was more than an exposure right but when it first hit the news it was like oh you know jeffrey tubin is has been suspended i think it said from the new yorker mm-hmm. um because of exposing himself during a zoom call mm-hmm. um and then it was he's also taking a leave to mm-hmm. deal with a personal issue from cnn um, and then dribs and drabs, more information came Girl. out and it was like, okay, well actually no, he wasn't, he didn't just expose himself. He was masturbating. But then I hear you say that he finished. That's what people said. <laughs> I mean, I'm, this is what sources are saying. I don't know I, if it's the truth, and but I know that it is their truth. So that's why it leads me to my, my first question, which not to excuse his behavior because it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, is why no one would say anything and be like, hey, we can see you. <laughs> well, maybe maybe they were the Democrats and the Republicans were um, there was a moment for them to gather strategize. And strategize uh-huh. So they were distracted. <laughs> they weren't that distracted. Somebody saw. But my thing is, is why wasn't this meeting shared? Bitch, I want to see what happened. <laughs> no, Not you don't I remember. He's him, 60. But I want to see like what happened. <laughs> that So then that's my other question, which is um, why he felt this was the time and the place. I mean, it's, it's the place because he's at home. But why he would think that this was the appropriate time. Because he's the court. So the court had time just to sit back. But it, No, back. but he's working. So like you're working. So working and masturbation, um, you know, is this frowned upon My for you is, to, where were to his mix kids the two. And his wife? I don't know. But I mean, he was working. So like he probably was in a room by himself. But where were his kids and his wife? I mean, who knows? But I just, so that's the other thing. Talk about, babe, here's your lunch. I mean... And who knows they may have an arrangement you know she may not care um, what he's doing but i just that is the that's the other crazy part to me is just like you know what level of it it what what it makes me think and i may be you know taking it you know to the next level but what it makes me think is that maybe there's an issue there because it's like, uh, like you know addict. what i mean like an like an addiction 
Because mm. it's like, why would you ever think that this was a time you for you to, to bust do it this? out? Like during, like you're working. It's like it's, busting it wide open. That's the part that I'm just like, it's I, uh, like you busted it all wide open on the screen. That was disgusting. too much. That, that is so just gross. You I, know what's disgusting is that pop up was on somebody's um <laughs> thing, <laughs> giving us giving people shows i can't even imagine like it's enough like all the naked people you know showing up in zoom calls with the kids in schools and you know people being naked or or you know partially naked in the background Mm -hmm. or kids coming into the frame but to actually playing with yourself I, on a that, Zoom call. I, I don't know that's just I, i can't even imagine well, i think i would have to leave the country I know he'll probably just come out with a docu series about it. That's what I that that's what I'm really interested to see. What's going to be the fallout from this? Like I would have to think he has to resign from both of his jobs. Probably, I, probably. like he has to. Like he's disgraced at this point. I mean, I don't. Some people might like it, but I mean, not in this context. He was working. Uh, he was doing. He was. <laughs> he was working overtime. He was. He was working it. He was. Working. He was working overtime, <laughs> bitch. That's too much. Speaking of working overtime, uh, I realized that I actually <laughs> did not take notes on this topic, but I think topic? it's important for us to talk about. So J Lo, um, she. What is do you mean working. you didn't take notes? She. <laughs> I forgot. Oh wow. Um, J Lo is okay. out here working overtime. Um, and those of you might recall that JLo has had a long history with um, with celebrating black culture. Um, but in this time, she actually is out here calling herself um, as a soft translation, a black, a black Latina um, or a black woman um, from from where's she from? I don't know. The Bronx? The Bronx. From the Bronx. (laughs) Jenny from the block. Well, she she is out here. from the the Bronx. Mm, Listen. Mm -mm. Well, she is out here. You know, she's in the most recent song with Moolina. What's his name? Maluma. Maluma. (laughs) Uh, Maluma. Um, Yes. Mm. You okay? Go on. (laughs) Make sure your camera's not on. Exposing Never, stuff. bitch, never. Well, <laughs> she's out here, you know, speaking Spanish in her newest song, and the translation is such, um, calling herself a black woman, and that has sent the Twitter sphere into a whole entire moment, um, and a largely due to the fact that she is historically not been known as a black woman. <laughs> she is from Puerto Rico. Her family is from she as her family is from Puerto Rico. Uh, and she, yeah, she also has a toxic relationship. I think in my, in my really, in my, in my IMO, in my opinion, mm-hmm. she I'm has not saying your experience. I'm like, oh, I don't know. You know, you knew Jella, Jella. No girl. I don't okay. know Jennifer. Okay. Um, but in my experience, <laughs> in my opinion, I feel that JLo has always morphed. She's like a chameleon. She always morphed and she's always morphed into what she needed to in order to get the hit or success out of it. Think about this, the journey she's been on. She was this Latinx woman um, going and playing Selena. And then she moved into um, roles where she played Italian. And then she moved into really pop forward songs. And then a, a little bit of urban um, or not urban. Cause that, that word I feel like is not good to use, but um, black culture influence um, where she was working with Ja Rule and Diddy and all that. So it's like, to me, I feel like she has kind of always m- like morphed into what she needed to. And this new controversy isn't new in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, so um, 
the the actual line from the song uh, "Siempre Seras oh. Tu Negrita del Bronx," which roughly translates to "I'll always be your little black girl from the Bronx." So yeah, I mean, to your point, <laughs> this isn't the first time that that J Lo has found herself kind of in hot water with N-word. regard to ethnicity. Yeah, she used the N word before. Um, you know, after this all kind of um, blew up, people were quick to point that. You know, she's never, ever claimed to be Afro-Latina in the mm-hmm. past. And now it's kind of like out of left field all of a sudden for her to be claiming mm-hmm. that. Um, I think that the the other um, huge criticism that you'll find about J-Lo and just her image in general is that to a point that you alluded to earlier, that she is somewhat of an ethnic chameleon, mm-hmm. which... You know, obviously, if you're an actress, that is something that you can use to your benefit, an actress or an actor, because you can play different kinds of roles and play different ethnicities, Mm -hmm. believably, just because you have, you know, kind of an ambiguous look. Mm -hmm. But I think that that um, it upsets people because um, obviously with that comes kind of a lack of authenticity. And a lack of you repping your actual heritage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it also just feels um, to a lot of people, I think, to be super opportunistic and to yeah. be exploitative mm-hmm. of whatever the culture is, you know, that she feels like she was that day when she woke up or, you know, that she signed a contract to portray in, in a particular movie. But do you movie. think it was intent? See, I also read things that this is a, a, the, this is a phrase that's used in the... Um, latinx community Mm -hmm. and often it is um not meant to translate as 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 the what it does to english language meaning it doesn't mean what like what we take out of it is not what is intended by the phrase well i mean i think it'll be interesting if she would actually because i don't think she's made any statements so i haven't seen anything if she came out and just said like well this is what we meant but I think that she's not going to say anything. She won't. She's hoping that It'll this will over. get lost in yes. the mix of what's happening on November 3rd. Yes, because so. this is not the time right now that you want to be on the wrong side of a racial issue. <laughs> yeah, so she's like, I'm going to be paused. And there's a lot going on, so I'm almost certain that you're right, that her handlers are probably saying, girl, just mum is the word. Mm-hmm. And this election and everything is going to happen, Let and this happen. shit will blow over. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and then they're probably right. Just like right. the song. No one knows about the song. I mean, I think a lot of people know about the song. A lot of people know about anything Maluma does. So. Oh, well, I don't. I mean, yeah. especially you. No, I'm not a fan of his music. I'm a fan of the way that he looks. Oh, <laughs> just oh. to be clear, the camera is off. So you know. <laughs> the camera is always. You, are you off. surprised though? Are you surprised by no, this? No, I'm not surprised by this. When I saw it, I was like, "Oh, well, that sucks." But then I was like, "But it's ultimately, in a grand scheme of things, not surprising to me." But maybe she took a DNA test and she found out that she has roots back to Africa. And well, I mean, now. but Puerto Rican people, I I don't know intimately what that looks like going down the roots of the tree but i'm pretty sure that there there is african because remember we we watched that um, what Mm -hmm. was that show she's Uh, gotta have it oh yeah yeah. yeah. when they went to puerto rico and it uh, was a lot there was a lot of um Uh african African. um like cultural Mm -hmm. spiritual stuff that was going on why you dance like that I wasn't dancing. I just moved my shoulders. Oh, I thought you were over there doing African <laughs> dance. I was about to do an African dance for I you right so. here in the studio. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that there are African roots there. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it just feels out of left field in this particular case because J-Lo has never Agreed. repped that. 
at all. I mean, good for her for yeah. trying I mean, to get I'm not, out of I, it. It's but... not one of those things where I'm like, okay, she needs to be canceled. I mean, she does use baby hair brushes. <laughs> and She I'll... is Jenny from the block. She was a fucking fly girl. Like we, you know, it, 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 I think that, how do I want to say this? Oh. I think that Come on. she probably grew up around a lot of black people because of where she's from. I think that, um, you know, black, no, but I'm just saying that I think that black culture play very heavily in probably even her own identity as she Mm -hmm. was coming up in the Bronx. Yeah. And as this and and she's a dancer and more of a hip hop style dancer. I think that there is some authenticity that used to be there, mm-hmm. but I think that once she started to make it and she started to see she started to how them, she can make it bigger, she started to get them white checks. Exactly, those white checks then kind of whitewashed her image, and mm-hmm. I think then that also has seeped into just like her her actual being. Um, Because how can it not after all these? She's been in the industry for decades. Far too long. You know what I mean? So I think that I can see a couple of different sizes where I think that there is a certain level of authenticity that she may have had at one time that has been dulled over the years. I mean, it's rumored that she's not a very nice person, too, though. So, well, yeah, I mean, she, I mean, she, girl, that's all. We could do a whole fucking episode on how she, we're not going to be over here promising things. I'm just saying, no, I said we could do a whole, (laughs) no, we could do an episode on how she rehabbed, how she used American Idol. To completely rehab oh, her yeah. image. Like, because she was known as being a stone cold fucking bitch. Mm-hmm. And then she was on American Idol and it was like she was America's sweetheart. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, well, I mean, speaking of American sweetheart, <laughs> two Disney stars have come out and said that they have experienced <laughs> the people that live in those stars <laughs> aliens. <laughs> so, Miley Cyrus, yes, the woman that's out here rocking a mullet. Um, she really is. It's not uh, uh-huh. cute. And uh, <laughs> apparently is doing a rock um, album. That makes sense. Which I'm like, that feels so you don't want her. anything to be successful because you had <laughs> all the trash music coming out <laughs> and now you have nothing's been hitting us like a wrecking bomb. Uh, and then Demi Lovato. <laughs> not a wrecking bomb. <laughs> uh-huh. And then Demi Lovato also. So to tell you the story um, is that last week, um, Instagram was ablaze. When songwriters Demi Lovato and Miley Cyrus just separately discuss that they have they have seen strange sightings in the desert landscape, <laughs> which they believe to be from the other worlds. <laughs> Miley recounted being chased down by a flying object on San Bernito <laughs> Drive, quoting, It looked at me and we made contact. And I think that's what really shook me. Looking into my eyes of something that I couldn't wrap my mind and head around. The alien or the spacecraft? The alien. Like an actual, like... She was speaking to the designer, Rick <laughs> Owens, um, of which she said she was traveling with a friend in South Ca- Southern California okay. when they believed that they were being pursued by a flying snowplow. <laughs> <laughs> she said that she was there with a friend and she got chased down by some sort of... U- they got chased down by some UFL. <laughs> cautioning that she had brought weed wax... From a guy in a van. From the front of a <laughs> what? She said she brought weed wax. What is the weed wax? I don't know. <laughs> from a guy in a van in front of a taco shop. <laughs> so it could have just been in the weed wax. Oh my so God. apparently a flying snowplow is what aliens travel on. 
in case you're ever. Uh, but I miss the part when the flying snowplow landed and the alien. She said that that's what happened and came and out looked and looked her in her eyes. It descended from their flying snowplow oh, and and looked God. at her in the eyes. What the fuck is what is she on? Weed wax. <laughs> well, Demi Lovato. Also came out and said that she was in Joshua. She has been in Joshua Tree, a region longly connected um, with energy shifts and portals, honing on her last, um, her latest possession, making contact with life beyond the world, which she said again. She posted a video in this time on Instagram of the night sky where she explained lights that had been moving across the screen. She said she had witnessed the most incredibly profound sightings, both in the sky as well as feats from me. She said that she's asking everyone on Instagram to meditate and make contact with aliens. So she was meditating. Claiming it's just 1% of the world's population. If only 1% of the world's population do it, it would force world government to acknowledge the existence of aliens among us and stop the destruction of our planet. So from the flying (sighs) snowplow. Yeah. To the skies in Joshua Tree. Southern California <laughs> basically is... The new, the new Area 51. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All News right. to me. I don't know. I didn't know that they're there. But I also can say that it feels like both of them or maybe just one of them were on a trip of some... Sort of <laughs> yeah. Mushroom. And not a physical trip. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, this scene in which Demi recounts is not recent because then I'm worried. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Uh, not that I'm saying aliens don't exist. Or I'm so that yeah, that's what went exist. through my mind was that I do believe that there is a life somewhere out there in the cosmos. Like I don't want to make it seem like I don't believe that because like how could we be the only life and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, but the idea that these aliens are taking time out of what is probably, I would have to think was a really busy schedule if they are coming down here to earth. Cause they had this pile of snow to actually <laughs> so they pursue said, Miley <laughs> Cyrus and to pursue Demi Lovato. It's just a little, it's a little weird. It stretches. Girl, it, it feels like a stretch. It stretches the imagination. So wait, so I did look up Wee Wax and um let's see it's it says well come on tell me what it says girl um it's marijuana wax also known as earwax or simply wax this marijuana concentrate is more powerful far and the far is is italicized for effect more powerful of course because it allegedly leads to a quicker stronger high wax is said to be the strongest form of marijuana on the market so that makes more sense about why Miley not the weed wax thought that there was a snow plow that was pursuing her snow a flying snow, uh, flying snow, snow plow it was flying snow plow i mean a snow plow you mean like a truck with a shovel on the front of it yeah that's a snow plow mm-hmm. so she saw a truck with a shovel on it mm-hmm. in the air. Mm-hmm. And then at mm-hmm. some point the alien looked at her, even though we didn't really hear that it got out of the snowplow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and, and Demi, you're following. It was so deep in her meditation mm-hmm. that she, she was able to have a close encounter of the third what they kind. Look like? 
I need. That's what I need to know because I don't. I think if I think if there okay. is life outside of this world, they probably don't look very different from us. Okay, so I am going to take um, marijuana wax off the list of things that I'm ever going to try, and also deep meditation. I don't ever want to meditate to a I don't point where that deep. the aliens have come. No, ma'am. Okay, no anal probes. Okay, thank you. No, ma'am. <laughs> no anal probes. Yeah. That's nasty. That's what, you know, the alien people who've been abducted, they always say they, their their anuses were probed. Oh. <laughs> well, let's forget about what's going on in the U.S. for just a minute. Okay, so across the world, in Africa, citizens of Nigeria are currently protesting against SARS. Yes. Which is the country's special anti-robbery squad. It was designed in 1992 to deal with crimes associated with firearms and robbery. But in the recent years, the group has actually become extremely controversial for its excessive force, using to torture meth- use of tor- torture method- methods mm, yes, and abuse girl, of power, speak. which has now prompted Nigerians to make their voice heard. Um, after re- receiving heat, um, one of our, our favorite people, Beyonce, um, has made a statement. So before I even go into her statement and why is there you probably have seen this hashtag hashtag and SARS going all around um, and people a lot of people probably don't know even know what it means so I wanted to give you some context about what SARS is and what's happening in Nigeria there has been graphic videos and photos shared um, across my social media that I've seen more about uh, and we all know that Beyonce released this year Blackest King the movie um, and p- there were actually various videos and scenes shot in Nigeria. Uh, so, of course, people were protesting, saying that Beyonce needs to come out and say something. She also worked with prominent Nigerian artists. Yes. Um, so she, you know, people are saying that she because she celebrated black co- the African culture in Nigeria. And it was like she needs to come out and say something, which is like, OK, like. She doesn't need to, but all right. So no celebrity needs to come out and say anything. Um, and we all know that I am, we all can have our opinions on Beyonce, but I do want to say that I feel like Beyonce does a lot of things behind the scenes that many of us don't know. Mm -hmm. And even her mother has come out and said like Beyonce is, does things very intentionally. She does a lot of research before she just gives her energy, her money, her time, to it and i think her voice and i think her statement says that i think her statement it it, not only did she say that she was disappointed what's happening and um she also provided a lot of information about where to give to you know protect support nigerians from this violence that's happening um she said she's completely heartbroken um she said we've been working really hard on partnerships with youth organizations support those to support those protesting for change, we are collaborating with coalitions to provide emergency health care, food, and shelter. To our Nigerian sisters and brothers, we stand by you. Prior to the statement, as I said, she was being criticized. So the fact that she even had to come out is kind of shitty. But also, I feel like, you know, again, Beyonce likely was doing all this before we all, before people were even protesting that she should say something. Like, she likely has been doing this. Yeah, I mean, so I, one of the first um, indications that I had that there was, uh, you know, something that was happening in Africa that people thought Beyonce should, um, you know, make mention of 
It was actually Tiwa Savage who mm-hmm. had posted, I think it was a video. It was Instagram Live. Where she was talking about it and kind of called Beyonce out. Not like in a disrespectful no. way, but in more of like a just like, hey, you know, it really would help the cause if someone of your stature would come out and say something about it. And I don't know if she started it. Probably not. It probably started with you know, regular people in Nigeria. Um, because this has been a criticism of Beyonce that has endured for a while where, you know, lots of times I'll say that she's forgot about Africa or like, you know, you only want to use Africa when it's good for you, but Mm -hmm. then you don't want to help us with any of the causes and the things Mm -hmm. that are happening here. I mean, first of all, let's just level set that Africa is a continent. It is Mm -hmm. not a country. So it is a continent that has many countries within it. So you can only think of the many different issues that are going on in the many different countries that are within the continent of Africa. But I digress. That's, That's one piece. I mean, I would say as far as the criticism is concerned, people obviously have the right to be critical of, you know, anyone of anyone and especially of artists and people who have put their themselves out there and they're famous. Um, but it is interesting that um, you will see this every now and again where people will say that she specifically isn't doing enough for whatever. Just fill in the blank. I've said that so many times this episode it should be the name of the episode. Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. Ooh, um, fill in your <laughs> But yeah, I just, it, it, obviously she gets to control what, you know, issues and causes she wants to and not, and she doesn't need to talk about. Move. Exactly. That's true. And it's like, you know, but I also get that because Black as King came out because it did, um, you know, prominently feature Nigerian artists and I guess the Nigerian locations and the filming, um, that that does lend a bit of credence to this as like, a, okay, well, you were here and, um, you know, you worked with our artists and, and whatever. And it's like, so now we need you. And I'm actually ultimately glad she did say something. And that's the thing that I like about Beyonce too, where it's like, it's not just, you know, what you or I would do, which mm-hmm. would be like, oh, hey, th- this thing is going on. We want, we think you should know about it's more like, okay, not only is this thing going on, but here's what I'm doing. Like I'm and doing something do. and there's more information you can find right here on my website that, mm-hmm. you know, are there are ways for you as a regular person also mm-hmm. to help. So, I mean, ultimately I would say, and I'm like, why does Beyonce have to be the one? Why can't Drake be the one? Cause Drake be out here just dripping in all the culture. That's a really, really good question that why is it always Beyonce? Who's the one who ends up getting, you know, I mean, again, New Orleans, but again, black is King changes things a bit it just does. because it but was so africa centric also, also comma or afro afro centric also comma drake be out here using all the new new orleans um yeah and then don't want to show up when there's a hurricane we've already talked about him and he's definitely a cultural so, a cultural appropriator girl i digress sure. but i what i will say <laughs> is that we are out here um Standing for the queen because she said, I'm going to make a statement and also I'm going to give you the images of life from Ivy Park. The drop is on October 30th. Oh gosh, here you go. Get into her life. That's just going to sell out. Good luck. Uh, Good luck, people out there. Let us pray, girl. Let (laughs) us pray because I am ready. Okay. Take all my money and my ovaries. She said, said, this is my park. This is somebody's park. Who knows what piece of the park we're going to be able to get because last time that shit was gone. Okay. We might get the swing. It was (laughs) the swing. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? You said what park part of the park we might oh get my this God. one? 
Anyway, so now let's move on to shuffle and repeat. You're first. Yeah, so Ariana Grande, um, everyone's favorite little Pop-Tart these days. She has released a new song. It's called Positions, produced by London on the Track. I'm not a huge London on the Track fan. I'm a casual, I guess, Ariana Grande fan. It really just depends on the material. Mm-hmm. Um, there are like 17 writers on this. Um, Ariana is one of them, but she's last. Um, and she apparently in the song is showing her commitment and love for her boyfriend um, and trying to make their relationship work. Mm. So she did announce that this is the lead single from her forthcoming sixth studio album. And it comes out on October 30th. Um, yes. And um, <laughs> I don't know. For me, uh, the song is, and I didn't watch the video. I wanted to because I liked the imagery of her like being the president or whatever. You were on the sofa asleep when I watched Yeah, it. I thought that that idea was cute, but I didn't actually watch the video. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on the video. But as far as the song is concerned, um, it's just like not spectacular to me. Like the track is a little sleepy because again, it's London on a track. That's what I expect from him. And it does sound like one of his songs. Yeah. Um, and it just doesn't do anything, you know, particularly spectacular for me. And it's on shuffle. Um, for me, I feel like the, the song, it's not new mm-hmm. when I think of like an Ariana Grande sonically, you know, who she is as an artist. Yes. Um, and I think that largely has to do with there hasn't been a lot of time in between projects. So, like, she's just pushing out content. Yeah, when, was, when was her last album? Last year. Oh, God. And then the year before that she was, needs a break. Was, was Sweetener. She, she needs, was Sweetener. She needs a break. Thank you, next. And then now this. Oh, girl. So, she either A, is really creative, or B, give trying to get out of her girl, contract. Give me a break. <laughs> or B, trying to get out of her contract. Break me I off a piece of that be, You know bar. what, bitch? Um, <laughs> the video, I think, is really cute. I do think that like the the song i get like she's trying she'll play different roles right. in order for the relationship to be successful mm-hmm. and she she'll cook and that. clean or whatever she'll cook she'll clean she'll pay the bill she's like, gonna do the do things, things that cardi's not doing so like in the video i think it, like i do would love i would love ariana grande to also have a change sonically but also with her hair Ugh. does she still um, doing that pony she's doing like a half pull up now mm. but it also looks like a clip on um, she still looks like a little kid. So for me, I just I want her to kind of evolve as I feel like there's a moment that we need to have with Ariana Grande, which is evolution, mm. and I feel like what, that's what I'm missing. So I'm curious to see what this project brings, because I often am like a secret Ariana Grande fan where there's songs that I like, but mm-hmm. like I don't like the Casual. project. Yeah. But what I would love is I would love her next project to be kind of an overhaul, overall of image change a son sonically sound like have her Chris Aguilera strip moment where it's just like she needs that it's just like wait that's Ariana mm-hmm. wait oh my gosh like I don't feel like we're getting that mm-hmm. so for me the song is on repeat however it's a casual repeat mm. um I'm curious to see what the project brings and I'm sure she'll be on SNL in the coming weeks no for so sure oh, more yeah. to come Great. speaking of SNL exciting her was actually on SNL as a, as a guest this week we were actually in the midst of watching it before mm-hmm. we started recording Adele hosting. Uh, Adele is hosting. Um, and she, her, her actually released a song Wednesday called damages, which is said to be the lead single from her new debut album. Cause yes, debut album. <laughs> she has not released Let that a formal in. album. It's damage. I think not uh, damages. damage. Yeah. Yes. Um, she has been very booked and busy this year mm-hmm. alone. She has re released, do, do to me, I can't breathe. Sometimes, 
damages. And then last night on SNL, she damage, damage. <laughs> and then last night she also performed "Hold On," which is another new song from her debut album. So this song, "Damage," it's it pairs very simple to I think a lot of her music. Um, you know, she is someone I think has this really apparent sound. Um, and really, she's extremely talented. I like this song, but I really, really liked the other song she performed on SNL called Hold On um, much more. But anywho, Damage was produced by Jeff Giddy, who we've talked about. He actually has produced other songs like uh, he was on Tiana Major's album, mm-hmm. um, Usher song, The I Cry, Taylor Parks, um, your favorite song, Dancing on My Own. What's it called? Dancing Alone or whatever. The one that you said is like Doja Dance Cat. Alone. There it is. Dance Alone. He produced that. And then Terry Lewis was also involved. Jimmy Jam Terry Lewis mm-hmm. was also involved in the Damage song. Um, that song is on repeat, but actually both songs are on repeat. So if you haven't had a chance, Ray or anyone else, listen to Hold On. I feel like it's the stronger of the two. Hold On. Is that song that's already been out? She performed. No, she performed it last night on SNL. That's oh, it's it also new? I said all of that while I was talking. No, but both songs are new. I uh-huh. thought... Okay, that's fine. Um, so yeah, I mean, you kind of covered it. Um, it's a solid release from her, her the artist and her, you know, because she's her. Um, it's kind of like a throwback R and B kind of vibe with the production. Mm-hmm. Um, which I was actually surprised to see Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis's names. Which I, it made me wonder if I they think actually were Jimmy involved. Jam was on there too. Yeah, they're oh, both on that. there. So I don't know if Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis were actually in the writers' room, or, if or maybe the there's sample. some kind of a sample issue that happened. Uh, maybe where someone was like, "Oh, this sounds like whatever," or mm. if they intentionally sampled something or a song, huh. um, and then they had to add them. Or because I didn't see any to notes add them. about. I didn't see any notes about a sample. On yeah, it just. My research. It seemed it just seemed kind of like odd to see their names. And that's not to say that they're not like super talented. We know all this shit that they've done and they actually do. I just read recently they have an album coming out soon. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so I don't know, but I was actually surprised, but pleasantly surprised to see their name um, in the liner notes. It's been a while since I've seen their name. Um, this song's on repeat for me, too. It didn't light my world on fire. Um, you know, there are other her songs that I do like more. Um, even the song that came out before this, um, I a couple of songs that came out before this because mm-hmm. she's kind of like Khalid in a way where she puts she out a lot of music. A lot of yes, yes. Yeah, so, um, but I'm super, super eager to hear an album from her. I think that she is such a great artist. Um, Wendy was trying to clown her on Wendy Williams' show, like who is her and. Then Wendy got clowned herself because she asked her little audience, like, oh, mm-hmm. does anybody is anybody else out there not know who her is? And no one clapped because they all actually do know duh, her. I mean, <laughs> who doesn't? I mean, she's not. She's still still working her way up. Um, but uh, again, I'm super eager for a full album from her. I know that they cobbled together some of her older music it's and like tried to make it an album. Um, but it wasn't a proper release. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. So it's, again, it's on repeat. Mm, repeat, bitch. All right. So next is a blast from the past, bitch. Okay. I didn't even know this was out. Thank you, Jay, for schooling me. Did not come up on any of my streaming services this week as a hey, bitch. This came out. Um, so thank mm-hmm. you. I appreciate that. Um, so mm-hmm. it's Vivian you Green. Know, you know, my my hey, new music is out is different than yours. Hey, new music is out. Um, so it's Vivian Green and the song is called You Send Me. 
Um, and I fucking love this song. So I, I sometimes forget how great Vivian Green mm-hmm. is. Um, I mean, that first album is still one of my albums. fucking favorites. I can listen to that album end to end without skipping one song. No skips. Um, but it's very grown, very grown in like, mm. you know, adult R&B. Grown. Again, it's the throwback, um, but it also sounds very like what's going on on adult R&B radio right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was produced by Kwame Holland, um, also co-written by him and by Green herself. And this is the first single from her forthcoming album. It's called Love Absolute. I'm totally looking forward to this. I'm curious because the last project was not. I my, did not like last the two last projects project, were not my jam. I agree with you there. Um, but I'm I'm pleasantly, uh, I'm very optimistic because this song is so good in my opinion. And I love the cover art. Yes, yes. It just it, she looks like she used to look. Mm-hmm. Whereas she's gone through different kind of like images over projects. Mm-hmm. If you look at her different album art. I, I still like her with a pixie. It's cute with the little curly, curly cue she has going on right now. Apparently, although it looks like a wig. Um, but yeah, her album is going to feature Ghostface Killer, Mike Phillips, um, and apparently various family members, um, including well, her son, that. Jordan. Well, she's done that. Um, so, um, you well, know, she, she seems to be super excited about the new release. So, so am I. And this song is definitely on repeat as I anxiously await for this album to come out. I mean, for me, Vivian Green, the first two albums were like what I needed in my life in 2004 or 2006. So here for everything, everything there. (laughs) Um, This song for me feels like it's a nod to that era of her music, but also to your point, it still feels fresh and relevant to what's being played on adult R&B right now. Um, I think, people often forget how good of a singer she is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she sang background for Jill Scott. That, mm-hmm. that enough should should tell you that she is a singer singer. Um, so overall, I feel like this song is on repeat. I'm really curious to see this project come out and hopefully it is as good as she is trying. She is creating buzz around it because previously I was not impressed by the yeah. bodies. Of well, work. I mean, but this could be a sign that we're moving in, uh, a, in a much better let direction. Let us pray. So, <laughs> repeateth on the streeteth. All right, what's next? So, DJ Camper is someone that we, or Camper yes. is someone that we be have clear, talked Camper. about very, very, very often because he is, in my opinion, the it producer slash writer in R&B. He has worked with anyone and everyone that is out there making music in R&B in some way, shape, or form. Uh, well, he actually released a second song from his from, uh, from a forthcoming album. But this one actually uh, we're talking about because a it is well most importantly it features Brandy. So I how the cover art was shown um, and how the track actually shows up, in my opinion, is very different. Um, you think when you're going into this that it's going to be a true duet. It is not a duet. That happens a lot these days. The song is called Sleep. And I'm just letting you know, this is exactly what happened when I played (laughs) it. There's just, for me, not everyone's a Neo where like you're a songwriter and then you become an artist. Yeah. And I feel that this is just an example of someone that is extremely talented behind the pen and extremely talented in regards to production but I don't know if I need a project with him. What did you August. actually think of his voice? I felt like it was produced. I That was the thing that stuck out for me because, uh, quite honestly, I think I knew somewhere in my mind that he's actually an artist, too, and that he sings. But I went into this expecting it just to be Brandy singing. And when he started singing, 
I was like, oh shit, wait a second. So then I had to like retune. That's what I wanted him to do is just just do an album like the DJs do out here, right? And just have other artists. It's just like Mark Ronson is not a singer, and he's right. out here saying Mark Ronson presents, and right. then DJ whatever. Khaled. Like that would yeah. make more sense. Um, but then when I retuned my ear and I was like, okay, so I need to really listen to this. The voice, the vocals for me, um, they felt produced. Uh, I'm. He's not a super strong vocalist. No. So I was just kind of like, and then for us to have someone who, again, and to your point, like I fucking stand Camper, mm-hmm. um, you know, for his work behind the boards because he's fucking amazing. You know, been yeah. following him on Instagram for like two years. Yes. Um, but uh, I have to be honest, and it's just then when you stack his vocal up against Brandy mm-hmm. of all people, I think maybe that then sheds even more light on. But I feel like Brandy was like an afterthought on the song. The, yeah, but she's still there. And it's like, mm-hmm. you hear that unmistakable voice and then you hear him and it's just, and then at the end you really hear her because his vocal yeah. drops off and then she's singing by herself all of a sudden, which I thought was odd. Um, so, I mean, just for me, this is definitely on shuffle. Um, which ditto, sucks ditto, ditto. because again, I, I really do like camper, you know, we'll see what happens with, with subsequent releases from him and, and, and an album. If you said, you said an album's coming out, That's what they said. so we'll see what happens with the album. I'll definitely give it a listen, but, um, yeah, it is. Yeah. Again, it's definitely on shuffle for me. A whole shuffle. <laughs> All right. So, um, I guess we should move on to honorable mention. Yes. Um, so uh, there's uh, they who are um, uh, producers, but then also they sing. Mm-hmm. Um, they have an album. I guess it's an album. I don't know if it's an, it's album, an album or a mixtape or whatever. But it's called the Amanda Tape, right? Yes, so it's I called the it Amanda could, Tape. I guess it could be. An, I, I listened to the bulk of it. It's cute. So you know that's something that you all could look out for. I think you had one too. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to go oh, sleep. That's a lot. Um, Keanu Leday, she came out with a deluxe album. I mean, her. if you're going to yawn, you could do it all. Girl, I was trying to, but you <laughs> you passed the mic and I had to I had to get I had to pick it up. Um, Keanu Leday, who we've actually talked about her song, her album that came out this year called Kiki. She yes. also released an acoustic version of that. And then she said, let me give you one more thing before the end of the year. And that is a deluxe version of this album. I don't know if I needed it. I didn't listen to it. I needed to listen um, to what, what's new on new it. Songs. Couple, six new songs. Um, That's a lot. Mm-hmm. And all six to me mm-hmm. were um, thank you next. Oh, no. But feel free. So to maybe not honorable thoughts. mention. Um, <laughs> but I think that like, she's a really good artist. Yeah. I really yeah. liked and, the project and we, previously. I don't yeah. I think that it just to me, it's weird that she released this outside of the Grammy season because the qualifications, because this is now into the next year's so like is that, that might have been strategic though probably but um, not only that it's like even, it, even if you and i didn't like something we still can mention it and let yeah. people go out and, and sample it and then the last thing i have for honorable mention is a new marshmallow song it's actually marshmallow someone named eman back or eman back eman back i don't know who that is i guess maybe another dj or producer but the vocalist on the song is usher so we have yet another song from usher no album and it's called too much and i actually like it it's more in the vein of you know usher's pop stuff that mm-hmm. he does like dancey type tracks so well, yeah. girl, guess what? What? That's the episode, bitch. <laughs> it is. We want to thank you for listening, for finding us, for telling a friend, for yes. following us. And most importantly, we want to ask you to just take a moment out of your time. Go and submit a review because 
Without you, we can't do what we do. Yes, boo boo. <laughs> All right. And we will talk to y'all next week. And that will be the um, last episode that will debut before the actual election. So that ought to be interesting. Uh, girl, I'm stressed. <laughs> Have a great week, guys. Bye. And gals and everyone in between. <laughs> 